Well, hello there. How the heck are you? How's your summer? How was your Memorial Day? I want to know all of it. Mine has been great. Thank you for asking. You are smack dab in the middle of another episode of O Jeremiah Talks. You're actually smack dab at the beginning, if I'm being more honest. This is the podcast where my wife and I, the band O Jeremiah, talk about feelings, about religion, about TV, music, just whatever we feel like talking about. It's our party and we'll cry if we want to. And speaking of party, this week on the podcast, we talk about Aaron turning 30. And it is a hoot and a half. So I hope you're into that. And if you want more of this and a ton of music content, head over to our Patreon page. This week, we talk about the Friends reunion. Maybe you're like us. Maybe you were obsessed with Friends when you were younger. I was a 90s kid, so I was in the sweet spot of Friends. But they just did the Friends reunion on HBO Max, and we had a ton of feels, uh, both good and both bad. Why was Justin Bieber dressed as a potato? I, I don't have the answer for you, but I do know that it was a great time. And if you want more of that, head over to our Patreon page. It is patreon.com slash ojeremiah, and we'd love to see you there. Well, that's all there is to it. Let's jump into this week's episode. Ojeremiah talks about your girl Aaron turning 30. Let's go. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I want to get together. Yeah. My girl is 30 years old. How does it feel? Tell Great. me all of it. Great. You feel good? There's a lot of hype around 30. There's a lot of hype around 30. I think... Too I, much hype? No, I don't think it's too much hype. I think more hype than any birthday I've had so far. Yeah. I, I vaguely remember 13 being a big deal. I don't have like a huge... Yeah. Like touchstone I mean, in my brain. I mean, 21's a big deal. 21's a big deal. Because that's a tangible thing. Because you you receive something. It's right. like, hey, welcome to alcohol. Like whenever you can you, drive. You've arrived. Yeah. And when I, you turn 16, it's like now you can drive a car with your parents. I was whatever. telling you yesterday that I think that uh, 30 just so happens to be the number at which, like, after you graduate high school, college, like, that's the age whenever... Or it takes roughly that amount of time. By the time you get to around 30, that's about the same time that... Would you like to hand me that? Yeah, sorry. I can tell. It, am I, like, messing it up? No, no, you're doing great. I I'm going to put you. a little jacket on him. Uh, so, for anyone that just got very uncomfortable, she was talking about putting the pop filter on the microphone. <laughs> oh, did I make it sound uncomfortable? <laughs> no, no, it was just uh, without context. Bit. You forget that people aren't in the room with us. And, is this uh, okay? No, that's great. I think uh, I did okay. Yeah, you did great. Um, so Did we, I put it on tight enough? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we have... <laughs> <laughs> so, we have... Uh, we did a bunch of videos, and uh, we had to take all our sound equipment to someone else's house. And, and you left the filter off. And I left the filter off. Okay. That's all that was. Continue. What I was saying, though, is that like by the time you reach 30, that's the... About the amount of time it takes between from graduating high school and college... To where you kind of have like shed the layers of like growth and expectation of like, oh, okay, I can just be me now. Yeah. Instead of like pretend to do anything else. And I think 30, around the age of 30, is around the time that you kind of like own all of that. And so, also, I do think there's probably some numerical reason that 30 is such a big deal. I, th I think, I mean, it's a new decade. 
I remember when I was a kid, so, I thought 30 was like middle age. Me too. Well, me too. But like, I think my friend Casey mentioned something about it being like the year of something, but I thought that was 27, like the return of something. Oh, that's like the, all the famous people die at 27. It's like that kind of thing. I think we all have really weird, it's part of like the Instagram culture of we all have like little catchphrases for each like monumental moment yeah. in our time. For me, it. It's big because, like, your first number changes from a two to a three. So you're in a new decade. You feel older because you're like, oh, I'm not in my 20s anymore. That's the only, like, that's the only, like, difference to me other than, like, by the time you've reached 30, you've learned that, oh, me wanting to be someone else is not going to get me anywhere. Me wanting to, like, am, am I still pursuing a dream am I still like do I like myself because these old habits I used to use to to like myself don't work as much like I just feel like at 30 you do a better job of becoming who you are and liking yourself accordingly and just taking care of who that person is yeah instead of yeah someone said uh in my birthday wishes what did they say your 20s are for figuring out what your hair does yeah or what you want your hair to and what men to date is what she said. Is that what she said? Yeah. Okay. I edited it. Do you want to talk about, let's talk about your birthday. So I know that we basically talked about your birthday, but I would love to hear. You want to go all, into the knit grit? I want to go into the knit grit and I want to hear what you hope to get out of 30. Let's go. I already feel like I've gotten a lot out of just this year in general. Okay. Because I mean, I started a nutrition program. I like I feel like I'm like I, like I'm already on the path to like achieve a goal that I didn't know I had for myself until this past year. Yeah. So I think so I'm in like discovery mode in yeah. a really good way. So I don't necessarily know what my goals are after I that. I wonder I wonder what that because I feel like we all have those like cyclical now you're back at like the childlike wonder of an era. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because do we ever arrive? You know? Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't know. But like, uh, you made a really sweet birthday video for me and oh you asked people to give me. I am. I've already the told sweetest. everyone knows you do, you do beautifully on birthdays. I know. I'm so It beautiful. brings me so much joy on my birthday and I feel so loved that it feels like I, ha I'm, ha I get sad because of how much joy I'm experiencing on my birthday from you that it, it reminds me of like, Oh, maybe this is like a little piece of what heaven will feel like. Mm. And then I'm just reminded that I'm still not like physically home yet. Okay. And I won't be until I die. Whoa. And so like, I, it's you, kind of sad. Yeah. Your it's brain like so goes, good at sad. For me, I'm just like, dude, freaking cake. That's why I kept crying all day. You did cry. You woke up crying. You were like, because. <laughs> Every time uh, something good happened, I just. It reminded me of that Christmas where I surprised you with a tree. And you just like got overwhelmed and you just started crying. Yeah. And I get overwhelmed and start laughing. So you're crying. I'm laughing at you. And it's just a it's just a lot of emotions. All of, of emotions. if someone was like looking through the window, they'd be like, like who are these two insane people? What's going on over there? Are they okay? <laughs> Why is he laughing at her while she's bawling her eyes it's out? It's like whenever you look at a car of two people and you can tell they're fighting. It's oh, like silent 100%. noise. You know what else is really funny? When yeah. you pull up to someone on yeah. like at a red light and they're eating. That is always delightful. It's pretty vulnerable, right? Like sometimes it's so vulnerable. It's also like, have you ever seen someone eating in like a grocery store parking lot 
and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed to see that. No, I like it whenever you pull up to a red light because it's always like a big Hardee's burger. And they're just, like, you realize that like humans are so freaking ugly whenever we eat. It's just mm. like, <laughs> it's not cute, you know, it's like it's unfortunate that it's like a date activity. Um, anyways, okay, babe, back to birthday. What were we Let's talking go. about? We were oh, talking but about... some advice that I liked because you asked them, you made a really sweet video for me. And where one of, I, uh, 30 I'm, people gave you advice. I don't know if you said that. If you did, sorry. But that's what the video It's okay. Was. I mean, it's okay. And your friend, who has become my friend, which I love about being married, um, John Lalkin, and I'm just going to say his name, his advice for me was the thing, well, what, like a lot of them, there's a few that really stood out to me. Some were expectant of the people that I saw, but John gave really cool advice because he was like, I encourage you to revisit or any dreams that you've had in the past or, you know, if you have a dream, just like absolutely go for it. And I think that's what I'm so excited about with my nutrition class is because that became a dream for me and then I did it. Yes. Or, or I'm actively living that out. And I also like just like thinking back to like old dreams and like um, I would love to release a cookbook one day. Yeah. I would love to write an, a book one day, like an act, like a book too. Not just like a cookbook, you know, and then because I always told my or I always thought that I would kind of write for the like what it felt like or the process going from being a classical musician to a pop musician because that's kind of like an unusual transfer or transition. And just like coming back to those dreams, my brain's kind of been there ever since I saw that video. Yeah, John was my best man, and he is the reason we moved to Athens in a lot of ways. Yeah, he he he's he's significantly older, so like when he gives me advice, I believe him. But he is he was almost my mentor. Like he was just a really great inspirational person in my life when I needed him the most. And he has always been. I want this. And the only way to get this is to go after this. Yeah, because he like referenced a lot of his dreams that he's done. And he's like, those were the best times in my life. Yeah. And I think, you know, we are chasing this dream of music. And Sirius Bright just released this amazing. Oh, yes. It's the like video an op-ed. work behind that. What are you talking beautiful. about? What are you talking about? The Sirius Bright. Did you just say Sirius Bright? Yeah. The guy that wrote the piece. What are you talking about? I know, they're releasing new music. Yeah. And he posted a video okay. to go along with the new single. Okay. And I thought it was beautiful. Oh, that's, that's great. No, I'm no. relating to no, this. No, 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 no. I, lo- I love that. I Don't act like I started talking about aliens or no, something. No, you didn't start talking about aliens. But I'm talking about the op-ed that he wrote. Mm-hmm. And it's about... Of the same band that I'm talking about. Oh, my goodness. About okay. Chasing Your Dream. And he wrote... It, I really, really encourage you to go read it. Because he, like us was in a band and it didn't go He's done the, it as long as we have. He's done it as long as we have. He it didn't go as well as he thought it would and he basically wrote this very vulnerable, really powerful piece for Talk House yep. about how sometimes just having the dream is enough. And I think that about us. I've known that this was my dream since I was 11 and for the first like 9 years of my dream I did nothing with it. I just yeah. like learned guitar and I was like, man, I can't wait till one day I get to chase my dream. But when I turned 21, I decided I want to go after this. Yeah. And that was like a 
a pivotal point in my life because I didn't have a dream. I was pursuing a dream. Yeah. It was an active choice. Well, and I think, I think you also have to redefine what the dream actually is. Yeah. Because I think that I've, I'm, whenever I was talking about my class, like I feel good that I'm like, oh, I'm like living out my dream because it is just like pursuing health and like understanding the functioning of like the human body and like that's something that I'm really interested in and so I think I just always want to be learning something in regards to that right and so I feel like I'm at even though I haven't even graduated this program yet I feel like I'm actively living my dream already even though I do not have xyz business model done do you know what I'm saying well that's and I want that to be I want that to always be true because I love learning about it so much well that's what he what Sears Sprite talked about in the piece where it was I, my dream was so vague that like I wouldn't even know if I got it like it's the dream is such a big daunting thing yeah. and like to to be able to just go no I'm it's a part of my life I'm actionably going after this that could be enough yeah and I think uh one of the first videos my friend was saying to like just like send it all the way just like go for it and she's one of the ones that encouraged us to definitely go to Miami for our beach vacation. Yeah. Because um, we were trying to go somewhere that was, like, drivable quick, not a big deal, you know, just a little getaway. But then it was just, like, she was, like, where do you actually want to go? And I was, like, I've been dying to go to Miami ever since I went the first time. And she's, like, how much is the cost difference? Like, I think you should just go for it. And I was, like. You're right. And like we've I've been looking forward to this trip for so long. Yeah, we still got another month. Though. And speaking babe, that's not that long. That's true. And speaking of <laughs> it's kind of freaking month. Um, but speaking of birthday, you surprised me with booking a facial for me in Miami. In Miami. And there's nothing I love more than face pets. People touching your face. It's very weird. And it's uh close to the hotel I think that we're staying at. Yep. And I it's really hard being married and surprising the other person because we share bank accounts. Yeah. You have access to all of my email addresses. Well, that's addresses. for tax purposes. I know. I know. And you... Uh, I did good. You, I did not no. check anything. You check our bank account every hour on the hour. That's not true. It is true. I check it a lot. And it is, it feels like I have the CIA. Babe, that sounds really mean. No, it's true because like I... I'm, <laughs> When we got married, I was like, how do I surprise this person? She knows every time I spend money. And then here we go for a credit card. So you have a credit card, and I did not check it. Right. And I stayed true to that. You did stay true One to that. One time you went out shopping for me, and you came home through the back door, and I looked out the window to see what bags you were carrying. Oh, when was that? That wasn't for this. Two Christmases ago, <laughs> whenever you got me a case of Coke. Nice. Weird year. That was a weird year. Weird year. It was a great um, year. You but, loved it. I mean, you love many Cokes. Yeah, because the if I drink, the are the perfect if, size. No, if I no, that's that's the gateway though. Like if I drink one mini coke at a party, I'm slightly addicted for like two that, weeks. That is true. When you drink one mini coke, you're like, well, it was just mini coke. Let me have like nine more. Yeah, and then I had a mini coke every day for lunch for two weeks. God, coke is. Coke Speaking is, of addiction, I have a sugar headache right now. Because because the next thing the I, next thing you got me, which was very kind and. I mean, of course I want a cake on my birthday, so thank you. But um, Oma's Baking, which I have talked about before, they are local to Athens. 
they were at a winter's market that I went at, and I had never seen them before. They are gluten-free, dairy-free. I discovered them at a, uh Indie South event. It is, um, and one of my dreams, or what I thought was a dream that I was supposed to pursue, was to become a gluten-free baker in Athens. Do you remember that goal? I do remember that. A few years ago, I thought that there was like maybe a need for it, and that was because I always... You even had a name for it. Yeah, because I always went to... Uh, and I love cooking. I don't love baking, though, so that was kind of off on that realm. But I always went to these like fun markets, and I would just be really bummed that I couldn't enjoy anything at these markets. Right. And then, here we go, last Christmas, went to this market, and... Um, gluten-free, dairy-free, and it is it is some of the best baked goods I've ever had, like yeah. legitimately. And so you ordered me a custom. Now they're not in a ton of, they're a small, comp- very small operation. And they don't have like a storefront and they're not at a ton of markets right now. So they're just doing um, orders, right? Like online orders? I think so, yeah. And you ordered me a beautiful gluten-free, dairy-free cake. And oh my word, it was so good. And we've already had half of it. But... Does anyone have any freezer tips for that? Because I think I'm going to try to freeze it. But um, it was amazing. And you had that delivered on my birthday. There's nothing cooler than someone knocking on the door and handing you a birthday cake. So That's sweet. That's never happened and you before. Were, I don't know. You just surprised me with so many cool things like that throughout the day. And all that to say, though, I've been eating a lot of it since we got it. And I have, I, I'm, I've am i been trying to figure out where my headache is from. And I'm like, oh, I oh, think it's, 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 it's all icing. the cake. Yeah. Uh, Going back to your wanting to own a bakery, I think it, there is this part, especially I think of our generation. I think we were the not the first, like we didn't invent the invent this kind of desire, but I think that it it was heavier pressure. The, yeah, it was heavier pressure. Like, oh, you have a dream, figure out how to live it out in a way, like like do something with it, like be or if something. You, if you have a hobby, make money from it. Yes, but that's not true. It's like. Turn your passion into a side hustle. Turn mm-hmm. your side hustle into your main hustle. And really, I just needed to shift it to, what if I learned how to make gluten-free baked goods? And I did. So yeah, like I'd, I, your friend Don was very adamant about being like, no, just like go for it, whatever dream you had. But I think there's also a filter you need to put it through of like, because I can look back and like I've, I'm looking back at the dreams that I've had, and that one was just was in the same line of what I was after. With food, and I didn't know what my food dream was at that time because that was a couple of years ago. Remember, I like I've had so many things that like have led me to be in school for this right now, and I think that small dream or idea of a dream was in the direction of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because it was like, here's a need for this, but really, I think I've just wanted to care for people that have like food allergies or something. You yeah. know what I mean? I, and I think there are times where that capitalistic like turn your dream into your hustle thing like i think that can squash this unabat like this perfect childlike wonder for a thing yeah like there have been times where i've hated music so much because it didn't turn out to be the thing that i thought it would be whenever music never promised me it would ever be anything other than what it is you know yeah like sometimes we're like oh wow i can kind of bake a cake I should open a bakery and it's like no like what if you're just that person in your neighborhood that makes cakes that everyone loves you know like and it's like totally innocent and totally not tarnished and whatever and speaking of like just like I think I talked about 
a lot about being unapologetically, and I love that phrase, but I always, it's hard to say for me, but unapologetically me (laughs) and like asking for my needs to be met and just like accepting what my gifts are and like my talents and what I want to do. Because like when I think about achieving dreams, like I, as a kid, I always wanted to be in a band and sing. Yeah. Like I really wanted to do that. Um, But I didn't know how to like I didn't know how to get there. And then I met you and I swear to you, it literally still feels like to me that you kind of like handed me a balloon that I released years ago. And you're like, here, we can still do this together. Yeah. And it was like, no way. And so I literally knew meeting you was not only, hey, here's your husband. It was, hey, here's a dream that you can do. And it is a free gift to you. Yeah. You do not have to. It's going to be hard work to do this together (laughs) to be married to your partner that you are in this dream with you're gonna have challenges with that but it is a dream that you can't accomplish if you say yes to this yeah I think and but hold on along that line though my dream was singing in a band and playing violin it was not writing songs or writing instrumental parts do you know what I'm saying? Like, because I give myself so much crap for being not a good studio musician. Right. Because I don't feel creative enough. And I'm like, oh, why can't I write a song? Or right. why can't I come up with a better part? I can help with it. And I can give you, like, decisive decision stuff and come up with, like, melodies, like, without the pressure. But I'm, but I'm finally owning that it's okay that I'm in this lane of my dream and I can't do it all. Yeah. I think the the north star for me is am i unhappy because i'm not pursuing this dream like do i want this so much that not going after it is making my life worse and that's why go i started going after music when i got fired from that job mm, yeah it was like it wasn't it wasn't oh well you know i'm kind of good at music maybe that could be my thing it's like you know what i got fired from a job that i hated and the whole time I resented it because it wasn't music because that's what I truly want my life to be. Yeah. So, like, the it was a very, I don't know, pure motivation to go after a thing. But if you're like – if someone tells you enough like, hey, you're kind of funny. You should be a comedian. And you don't want to be a comedian, but you're like, well, I mean, maybe I can make money doing that. Like, yeah. to me, it's just like gross, like, I don't know, capitalistic – icky whatever motivation that and i'm and i'm going back to your like i have a bakery thing um because your passion is health and your passion is like just making people feel better with food yeah and and that was an outlet for that well and the good thing about music uh my favorite my favorite memory from when i first went into the school of music in mississippi was my first teacher of my first class said you are in the only field on campus where on day one, you are a musician. You are here to study the thing that you already are. Oh, wow. You are already qualified to be a musician. You will get jobs in this while you're in school, and you are a musician. Oh, that's so true, because you start earning money in music school. Yes, and you, you are the thing that you're going for. You will have a degree in it, but you already are it. It's just a different level of it. So when everything else, you have to have like a credential. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not an you're not an MD until you have the white coat or whatever. I don't know if that's how that works. I know nothing about being a doctor. But (laughs) the thing about pursuing a career in music or whatever you're pursuing it in, we are living that dream. 
It doesn't look yeah. the way that we want it to look in 10 years, but it looks some type of way. And I'm happier because it is in our lives. You but know? also no wonder so many of us struggle, struggle with feeling like a fraud. Oh, my gosh. Because we don't have the um, because we don't necessarily have to have the letters behind our name for it, for it. Yeah. I was always told in music because I'm a really good student. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was always told that I needed to become like. I needed to go all the way and be like a professor. Yeah, and I think that's because like, that's the highest level of education. Education. Well, and music. I also I'm I'm like um I I, I didn't ever tell anyone this, but I'm like y- you really just want to say that because I'm responsible. Yeah, but also you're you're a great teacher. Like they probably saw something in you. Sure, but you're but, literally a violin teacher now. You know. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know what I mean, though. No, no. no. Uh, and we ended the night at. Chuck's fish, and we had sushi. Can I tell you my favorite memories of the day? Oh yeah, sure, do it. Um, well, I always love waking up on my birthday because, like, I feel very like celebrated instantly. Yeah. Like you were like, it is your birthday, and you will have a great day today. Yes. Um. So I woke up to some magazines and flowers because Jeremiah listens very well, and y'all, I, you know how much I love magazines lately. And surprisingly, one of my favorite memories from the day, babe, was like. We walked over to Farm Cart for breakfast, which is our favorite spot lately. And then we came back home and we took noodles on a walk in this like empty field. And like one of the, one of my favorite things to do in, as an adult that gives me childlike innocence is laying in the grass. Yeah. No, I, I feel like a kid. And I, I knew that if I got you out on that field and I asked, Will you lay down in the grass with me? You had to say yes because you were, it was like my yes day for you. Yes. And so I was like, can you lay? I took advantage of that. And we did that. And it was, that's one of my favorite memories from the day. But probably above anything. And I, and I kept swearing because I kept getting stuck with stickers. Yeah. And I think um, it's funny though because, uh, yeah, that was favorite. But then also our our dinner. Was amazing. Was so fun. It was so fun. We, so there's a place in town. I think it's. I think there's like four locations across the southeast, but it's called Chuck's Fish. It's a sushi place. I don't know how much you can call it sushi if it's got like seared steak in it. Like I don't. It is a sushi place. It's the sushi is amazing. We also you have to remember that we got gluten free ones, so they weren't probably like. Do you mm, know what I mean? Okay, that's fair. But it's sushi okay. is something. That we don't do a lot, but it was it's when top we do tier. It, when we do it, we go, we go. Oh, it's so good! It's, yeah, and bef- like before Chuck's, I think I'd had all these types of sushi from different places that like I didn't love the raw fish version version because it tastes like too fishy and just not right. But right. like, man, can I taste the quality whenever I'm there? It's amazing, and I get all the raw stuff. Well, also, and it is a great. Time. We went and we said, hey. It's going to be a long wait. Let's get drinks and let's chill. Because they, they're known for having a really good Japanese whiskey selection. and Japanese whiskey is my favorite. Here we go. And here we go. Yeah. So I came in and I said, I just want... Such a good idea. You did great with I this. I said, dealer's choice, whatever the whiskey is for you. Yeah. Like whatever you think the Japanese whiskey and then he is. Like sh- he came over and brought us the bottles and like took a picture or we got to take a picture of the bottles. One of them was one I had already had before. Yeah, so you had the Centauri Toki. Which is one of my favorites. And it's it's great. That's one that I presented. How much is that? Forty That's a forty dollar bottle. That's one of my favorite kinds of whiskey, I think. Yes. And it that's when we did Whiskey Club. We were jumping all around all over the place. Sorry. Um 
when we when I hosted Whiskey Club, I did mine on that whiskey and Nika from the barrel. But we did like a right. like a PowerPoint presentation. It was just cool that that was the one that he picked. You worry about us jumping all over the place, and I. I'm not the listener, but I can also tell you that I don't think it it bothers people like you think it does. Yeah, I always want to let and it, and it doesn't help. We're still talking I'm, about my birthday. Well, and it's also funny because I don't intend to stop jumping all over the place. I'm basically just saying, hey, I know. So if you're in the car complaining to your friend that we're jumping all over the place, I hear you, but I don't plan to do anything about it. Is which is funny. This was, it's we're still on my birthday. This. So yes. Yeah, so, okay. So he gave me the the Hakushu twelve year. Single malt Japanese whiskey. Yes. And I, I wasn't super familiar, and I we, sent a picture to my friend, and I was like, D-, because it blew me away. We Googled it. We are like, oh, my gosh, this is so expensive. It's how like much? a $230 bottle of whiskey. So we were like, crap. And we didn't know how much the pour was going to be. We thought it was going to be like $30. And I was like, I'm about to go and punch our bartender in the face hole. Like, no, we're like, surely he didn't do that. He yeah. did it because we said dealer's choice and he, I thought he did a great job, babe. Like I thought he, he did gave too. us a very mild one and then a very punchy, strong one. And then I, a did, very I did not punchy. like yours. Yeah. So, but ours was, so mine was $18, which is more than I would ever spend at a bar, but it was your birthday. So we like went in on it. No, I, that was worth it. But, um, that's a really good price. They're not making that much money off a no, bottle. No, he did a good job because yeah. we found out there's an 18-year-old that would single malt whiskey 30. that was, have been $35. So he he did really good. He did like a on the lower end price for mine and then medium for me. Yeah, Scotch I mean for is, you. And I think as a bartender, he did a great job. He did a great with job. With dealer's choice. Scotch is one of the things in adult life that I seek a, that I find a lot of joy in. Like, yes, like whiskey in general, but specifically scotch, which is basically what Japanese whiskey is. Yeah. And that it, to be able to like be it was your birthday and I had this really great whiskey and we were having it was just like a great. It was a great well, time. so the last time I've been to Chuck's three times now, but the last time and the first time you ever went to Chuck's was the first night of therapy. Yeah. Remember? So I have a lot of really great And it was like a Monday it. night. We weren't in the mood to like really go all out and get drinks or anything. So I was like, hey, let's come back here and let's get you some Japanese whiskey because this is really fun. And so I'm glad we were able to go back and you like had the full experience. Yeah. And go. Uh, can I say something about my therapist? Sure. In the name of jumping all over the place? Going back to the dream thing. Going back to the dream thing? Okay. Uh, yeah. I didn't know. I forgot you talked about that. Well, I talked to her about that. And she said, well, how long have you wanted to do music? And I said, I was 11 whenever I knew it. That dream thing. I was thinking brain sleep dreams. No. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay, sorry. This whole conversation, that dream. Uh, Right. (laughs) So uh, I told her I have wanted to be a musician since I was 11. And she said, I hear a lot of people talk about, you know, their dreams or whatever. And I don't usually get that young that people know what they want to do and stick with it. Right. And I think about that. I I think it is unusual. I think it's unusual, but I also give myself a hard time because sometimes music makes me really unhappy. Like it, because it is so heartbreaking so much of the time. You've been with it for so long. But like, so is marriage, you know, like sometimes it's like really hard. Yeah. And, but like, that's, if if something is good and in your life for a long time, it has it has a dynamic relationship with you. Yeah. And music has a very dynamic relationship with because there is nothing that 
I've ever experienced that had the highs that music has. It's like, it involves my marriage. It involves like my childhood, my, like yeah, my, it's basically my journal. Your identity. Yeah. And so I give myself a hard time for sometimes it it makes me so unhappy, but it also like nothing makes me happier, you know, in that way. Yeah. So she was kind of surprised to hear that. Yeah. She was very surprised. She like, she, like, she was like taken aback. She was like, wow, 11 that's, and you're still doing it. And I'm like, yeah, girl. So anyway, so that's the bow on that. You've had a relationship with music for 20 years. Yeah. Or you've been pursuing it for I've been I've been a a kid that saw a Blink-182 video and said that's going to be me. Cuz for... like I started music lessons whenever I was a kid, like 5, but I didn't know. I think I think high school whenever I think I was a junior in high school whenever I said I think this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. No, I think it's good. Yeah. So, I love you so hard. Thank you. I'm very proud of you, you for well. existing for 30 years. Thanks. Let's do let's do 30 more 30 times. I don't know what the math is. What? 30 more years together? 30 times. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What's 30 times 30? 30? 30 squared. Anyway. No. Okay. Uh I had a great day with you. And I thought that uh I that is one of my favorite days of our marriage, I think. That was really great. Really? I think so. I think that we it was a day that had no it had no fluff and it had no tension. Yeah, it was it was very low key and you just kind of let me do what I wanted to do. Yeah. You're Happy great 30. at that, babe. You're always great at birthdays. Thank you. I'm amazing. Okay, let's I love you. What uh, let's, let's jump over to Patreon. Let's jump and talk about the friends reunion. Okay. Okay. That we watch on my birthday, right? No, we watched it the day before your birthday. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay.